Welcome to Life Without Secrets. Do you often find yourself comparing your life to your friends on social media? You see the glamour, the success, the perfect family, the perfect kids, the awesome vacations. But what's really behind the highlight reel? In Life Without Secrets, we are going to dive deep and reveal the secrets, struggles, and strategies people have used in real life to get to who they are now and who they are becoming. Because the truth is, nobody is perfect. And you are never alone in what you're going through. So don't forget to subscribe to the show because it's time to connect on a deeper level and grow together. Today, we have a truly unique guest, Alec Angelov. Alec is not your typical sales and marketing expert. He's a trailblazer in every sense. With over 100,000 followers on Instagram alone, he's made a significant impact in the world of business and entrepreneurship. But what sets Alec apart is his unwavering commitment to helping others find joy in their journey to success. He is also just keeping it real, aligning with life without secrets. He believes that success is not a one-size-fits-all concept, but a personal journey where everyone has the potential to thrive in their unique passions and pursuits. But there's more to Alec than meets the eye. He's also a certified lie detection expert, adding an intriguing layer to our conversation. Today, we'll explore how authenticity, worthiness, and aligning with our true passions can lead us to success in our own terms. So whether you're an aspiring entrepreneur, a seasoned business professional, or simply someone on a quest to uncover your authentic self, this episode is bound to inspire and empower you. Get ready to redefine your path to success and discover that you are indeed worthy of your own unique journey. Alec, thank you for coming on the show today. I'm so excited. Oh my God. Thank you for such a fantastic <laughs> presentation, Jillian. It's, it's my pleasure being here. That was so awesome. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you. I, I truly believe that. Um, I've loved getting into your stuff on Instagram. I love how you also just keep it real on there. I think that's just really important in today's world. I think people are really wanting more and more of that in their lives because we're so used to seeing the highlight reel and you talk about, you give people tips and strategies, but you also are like, hey, has this happened to you? Because I've been there too, you know? And I think that's just so important to, for people to know that they're not alone in the struggles that they're going through in any aspects of life, but especially when they're on this journey of sales and marketing, which can feel like we're choosing one thing over another. So I just want to give you that uh, high five to start with and let you know that we're all about it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, and I think it's it's so important because like throughout our entire life, we're going through the motions of getting educated about what's right and what isn't right. And then we jump on social media, right? And there is, again, so much information and so much advice, but realistically, what's resonate with it's their unique situation and if there is someone else who's been there and it's surpassed that difficulty always been through the motions of feeling right like maybe they're not enough or maybe they're suffering from imposter syndrome or, or they're simply you know going through the journey of trying to be a better person and there is another person on the other end who understands them I feel like that specifically resonates with people a lot. And this is why I, I try to do it alongside the educational content too. Yeah, I love it. So you have achieved really remarkable success and at a young age with a massive following. Can you share a bit about your journey like from how it began to now? 
Okay, so sh should I go like the entire film? Should I throw the entire yeah, film? Yeah, we want like the entire film here. <laughs> this is uh, Life Without Secrets. We don't we don't put anything aside here. <laughs> okay, so uh, y you know I've I've always been so in love with learning, Jillian. And so uh, I did psychology and I did marketing and I, and I had a side passion, uh, which was acting. And so I did acting actually for a couple of years. And then I, I tried to do it professionally and then COVID hit. And with COVID hitting, it stopped me at my tracks. And what I used to work throughout this entire, you know, journey of me learning new skills was in sales. And I was doing pretty well and so with with COVID coming right there it was such a huge change for so many people and for me it was also a change of careers and so I needed to start posting on social media and I decided to go like they say full monk mode and and so I went six months into this eco chamber uh, in which I was just focusing on what will the future hold for me? And I didn't know that I was going to be a content creator. And I didn't know that two years after I would have over a hundred thousand followers and, you know, I would speak on stages and I would deliver all this knowledge, but I did know that I wanted to make an impact. And so this was my starting point, uh, which was, you know, kind of calls from, from a tragedy of me losing my job, uh, losing uh, my, my partner at the time and really feeling like I needed to start again from zero in every aspect of my life. And through that difficulty, right, there there wasn't anything else that I could lose realistically, right? Uh, at the time, I, I had a job, I had a partner, uh, I I was very healthy, and then suddenly everything went south. And so I was like, well, this is also an opportunity because if I have nothing to lose, then I might as well do something, right? And, and I started creating content. And I can tell you my first pieces of content, uh, they, they weren't getting a lot of traction, but I had a, a really cool uh, kind of blessing from, from the destiny. Uh, I'm a true believer in the universe. And at the time, uh, Gary V was hosting uh, a marketing event on Zoom. And I do not know what happened, but he didn't show up. But a lot of the audience did show up. Uh, or, or maybe I was late. I don't know what happened, but Gary V wasn't there. And there was like 500 people who were still hanging around. And I do not know how, but I started just speaking and I started giving advice from the comments. And so suddenly I had a huge amount of people just listening to me. And I'm like, wow, who is that guy? And so I dropped my my Instagram and suddenly I grew from like 300 to like 700. And like there were like people following me. And so... I've always been like having these like small blessings right throughout my journey. And that kind of gave me the initial impulse. So that, that's kind of how I started in this. That's an awesome story. I didn't even know that. that that's hilarious. And, you know, I, I just want to bring up the fact that like, I think a lot of people think that um, success is linear, right? Like they have this path that they, or they have this goal, right? And they think, okay, all I need to do is I need to do this step and then I'm going to get to this step and then I'm going to get to this step. And it's this linear process that they see in their minds 
But contrary to that belief, I think that that's very rare. At least it's been in my own life as well. And I think that success usually is not so linear at all and that we have so many detours. So I would love for you to talk about like a detour specifically that you went through and kind of, you know, even like you were saying, like you lost everything, you had to start over. And I think a lot of people have these moments in their lives, like maybe they're not starting like an entirely different career, but like they lose a job or they lose, you know, the person that they were going to spend their life with or all go through these detours in life, these obstacles. What was that moment like for you? Because, you know, I know you've had some blessings, but you had to have those points where you're like, you know, we all have choices. So what what would you say was important for you to continue your success when you met that detour in the road? I've met many detours from personal, uh, from, you know, the, the relationships that I've had. I've, I've lost quite a few friends and I've lost, as I mentioned, you know, a partner that I thought I would marry and share a life with. And, you know, at the time I also lost kind of my entire profession because it was extremely hard to, to do anything with, with COVID realistically, especially in the artistic sector. And for me, uh, I took a flight. Uh, and I took a flight to to my to my origins, and and as I mentioned, I put myself in an eco chamber in which everything that I was going to focus on is okay. This is my starting point. Whatever has happened has happened to me, right? I could choose to just blame myself and you know spend all the time in feeling sad and pity about who I am and where I am in this current position, or I could look up at the present and see what I can do so that I can have a better future. And so with every detour that has happened, I've always focused on the lessons and not on what I'm losing, but on what I'm standing to gain. And so if there was one piece of advice that I would give to our listeners is how can you focus and shift your perspective on the positives and not dwell on the negatives? And so in every single thing, whether it's positive or negative, there is a valuable lesson. And so pick up the lesson, but apply it to the future. Do not stay right in like in the past and into, hey, this has happened. You know, I've lost this opportunity. I've had this detour and it's costing me so much. But what do you stand to gain from that? Right. And then remembering, remembering like why you started in the first place. It's extremely important in order for you to continue on that mission that you have established for yourself at the very beginning. I think those are the two things. Yeah. And, you know, I see that in your path too, just because I did my own research, like I always do. Um, And, you know, we've met, you know, through Amberly as well. And, you know, I've seen in your path how the skills that you learned from different parts of your life, I think are really relevant to what you do now. And one in particular that I would love to go into just because it's fascinating to me is that you were a certified lie detection expert and you did this psychology, you have the psychology background with this expertise, which I find really interesting because, you know, I think that there is a connection between you know, being a certified lie detection expert and then working in sales, right? Like you have to be able to read people. There's obviously technology involved and things like that. But 
how many people, right, like have actually these skills that if they really focused on what they've done in the past, whether it was a struggle or something that they accomplished, that actually is so incredibly useful for what they will do in the future. So I'd love to hear you connect those dots on like what you maybe did in the past and how it relates to now and how you use that, you know, like you said, to gain for your future. Yeah, I started with lie detection because I was the community manager of this this guy who is a, a celebrity in Spain when it comes to lie detection. And I wasn't, you know, uh, initially interested in the entire, you know, world of, of lie detection and uncovering personalities. But later on, I had to take on the training and I had to learn more about it. And it's so fascinating because it's something that you can apply in every aspect of your life and so it's not just about you know the the interpersonal relationships that we have but also as you mentioned very well in sales right and so when it comes to to it it all comes down to understanding people i always say it's not about lie detection it's not about you know selling it's about understanding people and what drives people what drives people to take action on certain things, what drives them to have certain desires, right? And what drives them to escape certain fears. And so if you apply all of this in in sales, in marketing, in every other career, right? At the very end, it all comes down to understanding people and how you can help them on their journey. And if you do that, you're always going to be more respected, more loved, and you're going to have more friends and more clients. Yeah, so true. And, you know, something I teach with communication, you know, we talk about like the art of listening and how listening is really hearing and and really listening to the essence of what someone's saying, not necessarily like the words, but there's like so much more behind that. And I think that that probably that plays into the frequency and in the way that we speak and the lie detection, like so relevant. Right. And, you know, I think that's like with any person, like we all want to feel heard and seen and understood. Right. And so whether it's sales or whether it's selling yourself because you need a new best friend, right? Like you need to learn to listen to the essence of what people are saying, because that's how we make people feel seen, heard, and understood. So I, I just, I think it is fascinating to me, you know, how you learning that on a deeper level, right? Like being that you had, you had to take this, right? But you, you got to apply it later in life. And, how you get to um, really put those together and make people feel seen and understood with that knowledge and, and basis. I think that's a gift that you have now. And so I think thinking about what have you guys learned in the past that you can apply to your future? Like if you're sitting there and you're thinking like, well, I'm stuck. I'm just, you know, not feeling worthy or I'm not feeling like I'm I'm good enough to go do something. Think about the things you've overcome in your past. Think about the things that you've accomplished and how can you apply that to your future? So, I think success means so many different things to different people. How do you help individuals like define their success in their terms and align with their own unique passion and interests? Yeah, and Jillian, I just want to add another point, right? So many people they think that they need to have a certain profession or they need to be an expert in something and that they need years of experience 
to achieve or to start doing something, you just need to be a little better, okay, than someone because you don't need to be an expert to showcase, okay, that you know something. I don't need to be the best at something in order for me to teach others how to do it. I just need to be better than the average. And here is the the great caveat, right, is that if you just start, you're already ahead of so many people, right? If you just are brave enough to begin the journey of saying, you know what, I'm going to try this new thing and I'll collect my my entire knowledge of what I know about life, right? Because at, at the very end, it all comes down to what do you know about life? What have you experienced, right? And then just apply it, right? And then that will help you already to be better positioned than most people who never even do that, never even start, right? To, to answer your, your question about success, I think it comes down to, to people understanding themselves uh, because if you don't really understand what moves you in the world, what makes you happy, you're not going to understand what success is. And I also think that success in itself is never really achievable because the moment you achieve that goal, okay, what happens then? are you just successful and the journey just finishes? I think success could be redefined as the journey that you're on and every day being better and better. I think that's success for all of us, right? If we're just better than yesterday, that's already perfect. That's how I see success. That is such a good definition. I think we should all take that to heart. I think, you know, authenticity and worthiness are things, themes that we kind of talk about over the, over our episodes. And I'd love to, for you to share your personal experiences or insights on how embracing your authentic selves, your finding your strengths, your weaknesses, your values, and how, you know, with this definition of success, how did that lead you to success and fulfillment by embracing yourself? I think, well, we are authentic and when we are you know comfortable with who we are because i think being authentic is being comfortable with who you are understanding who you are and then of course identifying the areas in which you can improve i think so many people are stuck with like well this is just who i am and this is how i am right i think looking at hey this is who i am and i could be better and i know how to be better uh, it's a fantastic starting point right now Here's the best thing about getting comfortable with who you are, and is that that already immediately differentiates you from everyone else, because there is only one you, right? And so this is the great thing about authenticity and being authentic, is that at the very end, there is no one with that exact same personality. And this is something that has served me so well, both in the online space and outside, because at the very end, what are people going to remember about me? Well, they're going to remember, you know, the, the weird stuff that I do that no one else does, right? The, the weird things that I say that no one else does. And being comfortable with you just being, you know, in your nature, understanding your values and standing for them, that gives you such an advantage in life because you soon become to realize that, hey, 
I am just, I'm so unique compared to everyone else. If I just embrace who I really am in my nature, and then you just improve on the things that you're not really good at. That's just what it is about. Yeah. And I love that. And that's why I think like, especially with, you know, the definition of success we're talking about here is like being better than we were yesterday, right? Like that is success. That is being successful is being better than we were yesterday. It's being invested in our own growth, in our own journey. Therefore, everyone is really success, right? Like everyone has the ability to have success. Everyone part of, I think part of our being our authentic selves is knowing that we are success, right? Like we have that inside of us. Like it isn't something that we have to like go get somewhere down the line in the future, right? Like this isn't something like I'm going to work for 10 years to achieve this success. And then at my 10 year mark, like then I'll, then I'll go on that vacation. Then I'll spend time with my family. Right. So if we can, I mean, I think this is just so important to dive into. It is so important because Jillian also, I would ask the question, who defines success? Mm -hmm. Who says what's correct and what isn't right. And I, and, and, you know, I, I hate when people say, well, life should be this way. And, I, and then I just say, why? Who said that? Right. And so, uh, you know, uh, oh, you're not successful if you haven't achieved X by what? Who said that? Right. Like, I, I, I think we should break out of, you know, and, and that's where like realistically you can embrace freedom is if you break up from all the chains that have been pre-established by society, by propagandas, by everything and just redefine life for yourself and redefine success for yourself. And as you well mentioned, it is literally within us, right? If you do your best every day and sometimes your best is not really great, but it's your best on that day, then you need to be proud because you've done everything you could on that specific day to be a better person. Stack that over one year, stack that over five years, stack that over 10 years with the right goals and with the drive to know that you're doing better and better, you become so good. You're just literally going to be, you know, such a great person because you've established an identity and you followed the path for 10 years. That is success. Yeah. And speaking of that, you know, we do see people, you know, that do go down that path of, you know, just work, 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 and we kind of lose the joy in that, right? How do you, you know, really find the middle ground of like, you know, you you work out hard, but you find the joy in life? So I am in a privileged position right now in which I can afford to kind of work when I want to and to do, you know, to have fun when I want to and, and kind of, you know, to be able to do in life what makes me happy, right? So the, the advice that I would give is what I used to do, right, when I wasn't in that position, right? And when I wasn't in that position and I was trying to build up the foundations, right, which I think quite a lot of the listeners are, they're trying to build the foundations, right? I did what's required, okay? And then when I felt like I couldn't do more, I knew that I just needed to take a break. And so I don't 
want anyone to ever go down the road of, oh, you need to be working all the time. Because first of all, it's unrealistic. You need to be working productively. Okay, you need to be building systems around your life and around your business that allow you to work to the best of your ability and capacity. Okay, and so to, to balance it out, it's important to also remember what is life about. And at the very end, as I mentioned prior to us starting the podcast, I think it's so important to build up memories. And are your memories going to be of you on a desk, sitting, working, or you, you know, doing a job that you perhaps don't like? I don't know, but probably your memories are going to be with your friends, with your family, sharing moments that actually bring you joy. And so... If you remember that, then you're going to feel way more comfortable taking breaks and balancing out life and work, right? And I think also, Jillian, it is important to set up periods, okay? I've had periods of extreme obsession over work that has put me, you know, in six months. I've, I've kind of, you know, gone like five years ahead of time, right? And I've had periods in which I'm like, hey, I really want to spend this time with my family because I know how important it is to support them during this moment. And so I think it's fine for us to establish periods of I'll be working really hard, I'll be very focused and periods in which I just want to enjoy life a little bit and that's fine. Yeah, I, I, I do. I love that. I think your journey and expertise offer a really unique perspective of redefining success, finding that joy in your passion. How does personal growth look like in your life right now? Like what, what is something that you're working on because we're always growing and always trying to do more and you've done a lot already and you are pretty young for how much you've accomplished and I, you can tell, you can tell because you're also like super wise in life in general. And I think that really attributes to why you're so successful at a young age. I think I have, I have multiple questions in this now. I'm like, I, I'm going to turn here <laughs> because you are, you are young. How, what do you think has attributed to your success at such a young age? Like, because there's a lot of people right now a younger generation that I see really struggling, you know, to really find themselves. Does external validation play a role in this? Like what have you found that made you different in, in getting to where you are now? Uh, I'm not sure if I could pick just one thing, but I think the one, the one quality that I've always had, it's a huge amount of responsibility and drive. And I mention responsibility because I think at the very end, we need to have this sense of not wanting to fail uh, to ourselves before even failing to our family, right? A lot of people, they try to satisfy their parents. They try to, to satisfy a, a, another person. And when that person is not around, they can't lose the drive. And I've always had the internal drive of knowing that I just want to be very good at what I do. And so no matter what I pick, I try to give my best at every situation, right? And as I mentioned, right, sometimes my best is not really good, but if you keep it for long enough, then you end up achieving greater and greater success. And so that's been something very important. And then the next thing that I've kind of learned to do over the past couple of years, it's 
kind of facing everything that troubles me and every single fear that I have. And it is so liberating when you say, wow, like heights scare me. Speaking with people scare me. Uh, speaking on stage scares me, you know, and I'm just going to go ahead and do it. I'll put myself in exactly that scary situation because I know that that will make me better. You come to realize that you have a hidden power inside that you didn't even know about from the very first moment that you face everything that troubles you, right? And so I've been through the journey of, oh my God, I'm so afraid. I need to start my own business. What if it doesn't work out? Well, let's try it, right? And finding joy in every daily interaction that feels a little bit outside of our comfort zone. I feel like that already makes you every day a better person. And this kind of ties up with, with what we mentioned about like how we redefine success, right? Being better every day. Well, putting yourself in those situations is kind of what will contribute to that success too, is being able to face your fears, face your troubles and having that drive, that continuous drive to, to keep moving forward. So now I want to ask, what are, what are you working on? What are you growing in? Yeah. So I, I also have, um, every quarter, uh, and sometimes every month I, I try to make a list and I try to look at my life and I try to say, well, how can I be better and how can I live better and how can I support more people? And right now on a personal level, uh, I'm trying to, right now I speak four languages, but one of them, it's, it's not the best. I'm trying to kind of perfect it. And so I'm trying to, you know, kind of work on that and, and I want to, you know, speak better and I want to improve in that. I also am looking forward to speaking more on stage. And so I have a, you know, two engagements booking for, for this month, right? Because it's something that I'm trying to, you know, redefine also, right, my journey and look up to doing more things. And and so right now, life looks like uh, a, a very good balance of me being happy with what I do every day, which is being in a, in a good mental and physical shape. And then also just improving my business by giving every day to people more and more value so that they can also get better, which eventually satisfies my mission of helping people live a financially stress-free life and to be better. I'm curious on um, how you start things. So for me, because we're talking about, you know, kind of doing things scared, right? And and stepping into our fears and really just putting ourselves out there. And when I started my podcast, I I had, you know, taken a course on how to do it. And then I was like, you know, I got my equipment. I started you know, running some interviews, writing down questions I would ask them, studying the people. And so I had I had some episodes logged up. I had done this work, but then I hadn't started the podcast. Like I hadn't put it out there yet, right? And finally, I called my friend who owns a candle company. And I was like, when you started your company, like how did you choose like when you were going to start it? Because I'm like, I feel like I just, I need to learn more. I need to do more interviews like in order to get it right. And she's like, I just picked a date and I was like, this is when I'm starting. And regardless of whether it looked perfect or not, like this is when we're starting. And I was like, okay. 
And so I literally picked a date on my calendar and I said, regardless of if it's messy, I'm just going to start. And so is that how it looked for you? Or can you tell us what what is it like for you to start something new? That is that is such a fantastic technique, by the way. I, I love it. I think they, they do the same when when people are, you know, it's the same thing when you're afraid to jump into cold water. They kind of tell you, okay, count from 10 to 1 and then jump when you when you when you when it hits zero, you just jump. Right. And that's it. You don't even need to think about. So I think this is uh, already uh, an established technique that works so well for me. Uh, I think there comes a point in which I'm just reflecting on this thing and I just say, well, sooner or later, I know that I have to do it. And what I've learned from life so far is that actually speed is often rewarded. And what I mean by that is starting earlier tends to be better, okay? And so if you just start, right, without having it perfect, because it will never be perfect, that is already perfect, okay? (laughs) And so starting messy is often the best way because, look, we could, you know, people are so stuck at reading books, watching videos, and, and just being stuck in this false productivity in which they're trying to convince themselves that they're working towards solving a problem that if they actually took action on, that problem would already be solved and there will be no trouble and no problem and that podcast would be already here, right? And so for me, uh, I've learned that speed is so rewarded and now, every time that I need to just do something, I'm like, okay, I'll just go and do it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do it scared. <laughs> just do it fast. Do it Do it scared. Yeah. As we're coming to a close here, I want to tap into, you know, your success in marketing, some strategies for people. So what advice or techniques that have worked for your success in marketing and business would you like to leave our listeners with? as they embark on their own journey of success or self-discovery? Oh, that's such a brilliant question. And I love it because I think uh, I think we can really help everyone here. So this sounds very cliche and, you know, it's probably been mentioned before a million times, but being genuine, being authentic in your intentions of giving to people, okay, the knowledge of something that you're good at, providing them with a service that you know will solve a problem that they have, this is already a fantastic start, right? I think the more genuine you are, the more people feel the energy, the vibe, the personality that you have, and the more they're willing to also give you back. And that is actually, there is a psychological principle called the reciprocity principle, which means the more you give to people, the more they feel like they need to give you back and the more they actually like you too. And if they start liking you, the next step is they start trusting you. And if they trust you, they are more likely to buy from you and become loyal fans and customers. And so it all starts with, what am I good at? And what can I provide people with? Free of cost, okay? Give to people because you want to give them something, okay? And then soon enough, when you ask, okay, 
trust me, people are going to be way more likely to give you back too. And you can apply that to, to life. You can apply that to marketing. You can apply that to sales, right? First, you give and then eventually you can ask to receive. This is kind of my best tip. It's very, you know, cliche, but if you go to the core of it, right, being authentic and genuine in your intentions, it is just so important, right? Don't look at taking advantage. Don't look at taking shortcuts. Just continue moving forward and continue looking up to your goals, which can support other people too, right? And when you do that, eventually you build up a personal brand that is widely successful because people know that you deliver great quality. I think it's also, it reminds me of like why we should find things, you know, to do in our life that align with our values and our belief systems and, you know, who we are, right? Because then being genuine is just easy, right? Like when we are aligned with what we're doing in life and what we're providing for other people, then this is going to become easier to us. Whatever you do, you know, we can always be genuine in our interactions with people. And sometimes that starts with like the internal work that we need to do first, right? Before we can show up for other people. I work in the emergency room and I want people to feel that I genuinely care when I'm taking care of them. In order for me to show up in that environment genuinely, because we see a lot of stuff, right? It's not always easy to maintain your composure in that environment. I need to be right with me first because otherwise the darkness there will overtake the light. And so how have you kept your light on for others, you know, despite the things that you've gone through? Um, because, you know, life is full of ups and downs, no matter, you know, what level of life that we're in. How do you keep your line on and remain genuine for other people? It's it's complex, especially if you're not okay, as you mentioned, right? And so I think the first step is looking at how can I get better? How can I realistically be okay? How can I be at a better place? And so look at the things that are going in your life that trouble you. And then honestly, put a solution where I see our, our mind exactly like a, a computer, right? And if we have a million tabs open that are draining our energy and battery, right? Eventually the battery will dry out. And so uh, our brain has those exact tabs open. And right now there are listeners who are worrying about 10 things that I could solve right now. And I always say, hey, just pick if you are going to either solve it or if you're going to just remove it and forget it, right? There's people holding on to things that they shouldn't be holding no longer, that don't serve them, right? So many of you that are listening right now are thinking about something that you should have given up on, right? And that's totally fine because there are other opportunities, right? And so you either find a solution for the thing that troubles you or you just let it go, okay? And you say, today I just let it go, right? And if you want to find the solution, make a list and say, this is the solution, this is the date, like we mentioned, by which I'm going to solve it and speedily, right, solve it. And this way you release yourself from the anxiety, from the stress 
and from the things that are keeping you away from your natural light that can shine for others. And at the very end, that's kind of what we want. We want to be, you know, around people who shine bright. And so why not be that person that also gives light to others? I think this is fantastic. That is one of the most profound things that I've said on the show so far. So everybody go rewind and listen to that again. Those are our two options. And so because a lot of people are rehashing, blaming, right? And like these are things that we get stuck in a cycle and, you know, think about those things, write them down and then say, am I going to solve it or am I going to give, let it go, let it go, give it up. I th- that is, I think that is probably one of the best pieces of advice I've, I've actually ever heard. And we can all get stuck in those cycles. Like it happens, I think, to all of us in every type of situation. It could be even like me. I'm like, oh my gosh, my kids are out of school so much this month. Like, how am I going to solve this problem? You know, and I'm talking to my accountability group yesterday and one of the girls is like, well, get your babysitter there and have them take your kids out of the house so you can get it done. And I'm like, oh yeah, I can. I can solve that problem. You know, like sometimes it's just like, Boom. Okay. Solved. Okay. Moving on. Right. Instead of just rehashing it and in our minds over and over again, take the two things that Alec just said and apply it to your life. Apply it to the things that you're struggling with right now. That is so profound. And and Jillian, I also wanted to mention there is power in focusing on the solution and not on the problem. Right. And so we have we have two ways to go about it. We can say, oh my God, like there is this problem and its problem is so big and it's so hard for me to solve it and there is so much stress and anxiety that it brings me. Or you can just say, well, how can I solve it, right? And so focusing on the solution already gives you the advantage of being in control because if you just let the problem be there, you're not in control. The problem is, okay? And so you need to take control of every single area of your life. And so if something in your life troubles you, honestly, I I encourage our listeners to not just listen, but literally after this, go and do a list and put things like, okay, these things are like occupying memory RAM. Okay. They're just traveling my mind and I'm either going to solve them. Okay. Or I'm going to let them go. Okay and move on to the next thing so that we can shine brighter. So good, Alec. I love this. This has been such an amazing conversation. I don't want it to end, but I want people to know how can people connect with you and find all of your real life sales and marketing strategies. Yeah. So the best thing, and and I love it. It's it's honestly, I'm, I'm good at I want to think that I'm really good and approachable at communicating with people. And so uh, if, if you've liked uh, anything of this podcast, just come and say hello on my Instagram, which is alec.octopus. And that is A-L-A-K dot octopus. And you can find me and you can connect with me and you can say hello and I'll do my best to to respond. Just say you're coming from from this show and let's connect. I love talking with new people. Yes. And you did that for me as well. And it's just been so fun to chat with you. I've so much enjoyed this journey exploring the intersection of success, authenticity, and finding joy in our unique paths. So thank you, Alec, for coming on the show and sharing all of your insights, your heart, and your expertise. Thank you so much, too. And thank you to all the people who've been here and who are listening to this. This was such a pleasure. And honestly, it's always awesome to connect with you too, Jillian. 
So much fun. Well, Alex's insights have reminded us that success is not a one-size-fits-all endeavor. It's about aligning with our true selves, recognizing our worthiness, and pursuing, pursuing our passions with enthusiasm. As we wrap up, remember that your journey to success is a personal one. It's about defining your own path, discovering what truly matters to you, and embracing your authentic self. We hope you found inspiration and valuable insights in today's episode. If you enjoyed this conversation, please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with your network. Your support means the world to us. And see Alec Octopus, his Instagram, in our show notes. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Life Without Secrets. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Once again, thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you in the next episode.